grab your popcorn and snacks, find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. Oh my God, Christmas is literally right around the corner. Today's the 23rd. God, tomorrow, tomorrow's Christmas Eve. I got a special thing for you tomorrow. Anyway, my name is Charlotte and I'll be your host for the next hour or so. We've got a great guest tonight, but I am also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento, California. You can find us at www.californiahaunts.org and our radio website for California Haunts Radio is www.californiahaunts.com. I get confused with that sometimes. Old age. Anyway, I want to thank you guys for coming. And uh, Susan Miller is with us tonight because, you know, astrology is a cool thing. Also, with the upcoming year, you know, we, we got to see what's going on. You know, we got COVID still kind of hanging around and, and that kind of thing. And we kind of cool to see what's happening in our future. So I'm going to go ahead and bring Susan on in and uh, you can meet her. And she's a great lady. I just talked to her for a few minutes. So here we go. Got a little bit. Okay. Hmm. Okay. I keep oh. getting dialogue boxes that I can't read with the light. <laughs> <laughs> We're on Zoom this time, folks. <laughs> so, Susan, tell me about yourself. Oh. About me. <laughs> well, I have a website called Astrology Zone, Z O N E, Astrology Zone. And I started it on December 14th, 1995. And um, it's it's been growing ever since. I'm excited to have it. I also have apps that uh, go with it, one for Google, one for uh, Apple App Store, and it's called Daily Horoscope Astrology Zone by Susan Miller, but it's just easier if you search Susan Miller, and everyone listening can get the free version today, so why not? Sure. <laughs> and the monthly is what put me on the map. I have dailies, but on both versions, the premium version where you pay $5 a month, and the free version, you still get my monthly. I write 40,000 words a month. So, but it's a labor of love. I also write for five international fashion magazines. I've just uh, also, I've, I've worked with, of course, America with Elle and In Style. I was with In Style six years and they came back to me and said, let's do a project and um, let's do the year ahead and we'll put it in our beauty boxes and you can help curate them. Uh, we do fire, air, earth, and water signs. And the, but the, the book that I wrote, the manuscript is in all of them, all 12 signs. And, uh, and you know, I, I really get interesting assignments. So it's fun. Louis Vuitton came to me from Paris. Whoa. That was like a meteorite coming through my window. They wanted me to help celebrate Louis Vuitton's 200th birthday. And there wasn't a lot of information about him, but they did know his birthday and time of birth. So I did his chart and I was doing it for different members of the press. And the more I did it, it was like the flower opening and I 
I really felt I got to know Mr. Vuitton and love him. That's awesome. He had so many lovely qualities. Giving, he has cancer rising and he's a Leo. So he had all the brilliance of creativity, but all the heart of cancer. So um, this has been a good year, even though there was some heartbreak this year. Mm -hmm. My former husband died of Parkinson's and it was sudden and... um, it's my children's father. And, and even though we were divorced, he lived two blocks away. He was always here and we were all together all the time. We were friendly and uh, it, it was a tough thing, you know, to go through. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. But everybody has something, you know, life is tumbles toward you. You get the good and the bad all mixed together in the cake batter and you have to keep your spirit i think (laughs) i think so too well i admire you writing all that because as a freelance writer out here on on the west coast you know it's getting harder and harder to get work because certain laws are in effect and you know it's it makes so i mean you know that's that's my complaint for the day folks but yeah (laughs) so it's 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 admirable that you have all that work coming in because i know what it's like to be a freelance writer and that's what makes it fun is because you get different types of articles to write well, you know, I, I work a lot with China. It was funny. I lost my job um, on Vogue China when they changed editors. Right. But then the eclipse we just had in December, at the beginning of the month, December um, 4th, I got it back. <laughs> the new editor asked me, come back, come back. We miss you. And that was such a surprise. Usually that doesn't happen. So um you know, not all eclipses are bad, but you always should watch eclipses. They're, some of them are really good and exciting and bring events you didn't expect. And I like working with foreign countries because they have a different perspective and a different creativity and it, it broadens you. So I'm, I'm lucky, very what lucky. Got, to work what got you into astrology? I have a birth defect that was very rare in my left leg and I would get attacks and they would be excruciating and nobody knew what, what was going on. And a doctor said, I don't know, I think she's making it up. And my mother knew when I got an attack, I'd be in bed for six to eight weeks and I wouldn't move an inch in the bed. We'd put a pillow under the knee and and she would have to change the sheets with me in the bed. Now, when a child is sick, if they're, if they're not, if they're making it up, they get up, they get their crayons, they get their dolls, they get their books. Mm-hmm. I didn't move. My mother knew I wasn't making it up. Finally, when I was 14, I got the biggest attack and they brought me to the hospital. My father had been doing research on doctors. I had the chief of staff, a hospital for joint diseases, part of NYU Langone, which is very respected here in New York. And when they got in, they couldn't get out. I was bleeding internally. And I was in the hospital 11 years. I know it was 11 months. Sorry. It <laughs> felt like 11 years. But it was it 11 did. months. <laughs> and I, um, and then when I, when, when I was sent home, I had to come back to the hospital as an outpatient because they had tourniqueted my leg so tightly. 
uh, they were trying to keep the leg, which they were able to do. And they were trying to keep me <laughs> alive because I was, you know, going to bleed to death. I've had 40 blood transfusions in my lifetime. Not all that night. That that period was only <laughs> eight transfusions. But uh, it, uh, you know, it was a long process and I didn't go to high school. I went to homeschool because the Board of Education works with kids like this. Mm -hmm. And so uh, they sent a teacher to the house for two hours a week. So I took my regents exams, my PSATs, my SATs. When this was all over, I, see, I wanted to know if I'd walk and look like everybody else. You know, everybody wants to look like everybody else, you know, right. walk normally without a brace. I had a big metal brace to my hip and two crutches, a great big scar. And, and, um, yeah, it did all work out, but I begged my mother who was an astrologer, but never told anyone she was a real scholar. She had done a correspondence class with a, a company in California for eight years with her sister. They both did it together. And, uh, you know, they lived far apart. So they had fun doing their homework together on the phone, but uh, she wouldn't teach me. She kept saying, no, this is not a parlor game. This is not a casual discipline. You must study 12 years. You're only 14 years old and you don't know what 12 years is. Mm -hmm. And then you'll start reading for your friends. You won't know what you're doing. You'll say the wrong thing. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm not in school, though I don't have any friends. I was the kind of kid that it was okay. I loved to read. I loved to make things. I still do. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I was always busy in my own little world. So I didn't miss not having friends. But I said, Mama, I'm, I'm not going to. Who am I going to read to? Nobody comes. <laughs> you know, I'm not in school. For, it, the whole time was three years being out of school. So um, she finally relented. And I did study for 12 years. I did. I did what she said. Little mom, I called her. I was so close to her and the most optimistic person on the planet. And I'm like her. You know, when you go to see a patient in a hospital, first of all, don't wear black or brown, wear something cheerful, <laughs> like she did. And she would never say, how's the pain today? She would never say that. She'd say, Susie, when we break you out of jail, which is the hospital, right? <laughs> you'll have so many pretty dresses and you'll have shoes and you'll say, which shoes will I wear today? And for the first time in your life, you'll be able to travel. You'll be able to go anywhere in the world that you wanna go. And you won't have to worry that you're going to get an attack and not be home and it was just such a beautiful picture and and I mean there were, right after the operation I said Mama, I'm I'm on a raft in high seas and it's night and I don't know where land is it's it's a it's scary right now and she said I know I know but we're gonna bring you we're gonna show you where land is you're gonna get there and you're going to learn how to walk again. It's all going to work out. And what I am doing on my website, hopefully, is what my mother did for me. I just want to show people how astrology can wedge open the door. When you have a problem that you're wrestling with, there's always something good going on in the chart. And 
locate it and then wedge that part open. So you get more of that. And that's the way you, uh, I call it getting out of the briar patch. <laughs> so you can, you know, um, enjoy life more. But, you know, astrology isn't only for problem solving. It's for also knowing where your opportunities are mm-hmm. and the rewarding part, because you may be so focused over here that there are glittering things going on over here that you're not even noticing because you're not looking. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's my job to show you those too. Well, I like 2022 very much. All right. Well, I want to find going out. going to be a better year. <laughs> well, let's find out why. That this is, you know, I wanted to ask you that today, you know, because, you know, with COVID and everything keeps, re, you know, resurfacing and all this is going on. What is 2022 going to be like for everybody? Well, you know, I knew we would have the virus until March 7th, 2023 because Saturn's in Aquarius and Aquarius is a respiratory sign. But Pluto is coming into Aquarius too. It's really up to us. I mean, not enough people are getting vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And so we can't get enough immunity in the population. But unfortunately, those that are not vaccinated, the virus, which is like a snake looking for someone to bite, it's finding it easier to find the people it wants to infect. It's going after those that are unvaccinated. And, you know, I I have had every shot that they had to give. I've, I've had my booster um, because I just can't afford to be sick. Right. You know, I have to stay well. But, uh, you know, I think we're going to have to live with it. I did a Google search on when did the Spanish flu leave us? You know, mm-hmm. the one in 1918. And, it, and up comes never. And it said the seasonal flu shot that we get every year Mm -hmm. is the Spanish flu shot. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Anyone can Google it. And, um, you know, but back then people wanted the vaccine desperately, you know, and and there wasn't the politicizing of it. So, um, but, uh, you know, still, we all have to try to help each other. It's not just to make yourself healthy, but not to be a carrier. I think the rapid test that people can bring home will be a good idea mm-hmm. because you don't really know if someone, you know, at my husband's uh, funeral, I had 12 people for lunch. It was a small funeral. And, and my two best friends, you know, from a while back were next to me and they were anti-vaxxers. See, and I wouldn't have known that. So it's, it's good to just have everybody do a test before they come. They're going to make it easy to get the rapid test. And then you find out if you're a carrier, you know, so, and this thing keeps changing, but here's, here's the, the bottom line. I didn't want to write the year ahead for 2021 because I knew it was going to be a rerun of 2020. Those mm-hmm. two years are like twins. They're very similar. And I don't know about you, but I was shuttered within. <laughs> well, being a writer, I'm usually home writing. But um, what surprised me about 21, when I was preparing my calendar, and I do a calendar once a year mm-hmm. uh, to And that gets me into the pores. This is what it looks like on my website. 
but uh, you, I said to myself, where are those beautiful little days, those little glittering days that give us hope and energy and, and a boost up? There weren't any. There was one challenge after another. And I said to my assistant, Courtney, uh, Courtney, are you seeing what I've seen? Because she studies astrology. She's a student of it and, mm -hmm. and quite serious. She said, I know. I said, oh, gosh, this is, a, this is a year where we get challenged. Well, challenges make us stronger. But uh, this year coming, it's back to those gorgeous days. The best two months of the year are February and March. I love them. And, and March has the luckiest day of the year, March 5th which Jupiter meets the sun mm -hmm. in Pisces for the first time in 12 years. And uh, I'm very excited about the arts, whether it's painting or music or um, culinary arts or fashion or literature. Um, on April 12th, Jupiter will meet with Neptune for the first time in 13 years. But they're meeting in the sign of Pisces, which rules the arts. Mm -hmm. And Jupiter used to rule Pisces in ancient days before Neptune was found and discovered. And, and the community, the astrological community, made Neptune the ruler of Pisces. So here you have the two rulers of Pisces meeting in Pisces. This is powerful. Mm -hmm. because I believe it will trigger an outpouring of the arts. You know, this is the only thing all of us have gone through together worldwide. So when you see a movie or a play or anything, really, uh, you will resonate with it because you'll say, oh, I went through that. Oh, I felt like that. Or maybe mm -hmm. you didn't feel like that, but you, you look at the differences of how people responded to it. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, just like the Spanish flu had an outpouring of the flapper era, the, the roaring 20s, the beautiful clothes and the jazz music and the art deco architecture and that rippled into the jewelry and oh, the fashion. You know, women didn't wear as short an uh, outfit as mm -hmm. the roaring 20s. They just think of pictures of your great grandmother in 1918 it was to the floor. It was very different. Right. So I believe that meeting of Jupiter and Neptune will open the portal. And by the end of 2020, you will really see a template of what our generation is going through. But it'll be beautiful because Pisces is poetic and lyrical and soft. And um, I think we're all going to love it. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. But, but there are other things too. Well, there's one thing that everybody in California always wants to know, but also in New York. Um, Venus is going to have her beauty sleep. She goes retrograde from December 19th. So she's already, she's already there in her boudoir. And she's going to stay retrograde asleep until January 29th. When Venus retrogrades, you can't have Botox. You can't have fillers. You don't want to do anything to your face. 
You don't want to go from brunette to platinum blonde. <laughs> you don't want to have veneers. So go to your cosmetic dentist. You don't want to, you, you don't want to make radical changes. Okay. Uh, you can have trims. I mean, we don't want everybody running around like a little ragamuffins, but <laughs> you can have little trims or little touch-ups with color, but dramatic changes because you might not like it. It's also not a time to give a big party. And so um, it's better to, like, for example, my daughter's pregnant and her mm-hmm. friends want to give her a party. And I said, not January. And she's due in the beginning of March. So they're doing it February 5th after Venus goes out of retrograde. Also in January, we're going to have Mercury retrograde mm-hmm. where everything goes a little haywire, electronics and, you know, not a time to sign contracts. And that is January 14th until February 4th. So that's why they made the party on the 5th. <laughs> and, and I agree. Well, I was the one who said you can't do it in January. And if you're doing a charity, the donations wouldn't be as big in January. So, you, you know, you want, you want to raise money for your right. charity, do it in February. Right, February right, is right. a really good month. And Valentine's Day is spectacular this year. <gasps> yes, you know, finally. And even if you're saying, well, I don't have anybody to have dinner with on Valentine's Day. Well, go out with a friend. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to happen if you stay home. But if you go out now, this year, Valentine's Day falls on a Monday. But you start to feel the glowing energy on Saturday and Sunday. So I say go out with your friend on Saturday night, have a dinner. You know, you just never know when you're out and about. It may be you talk to the people in the next table. You know, just things happen when you're out. Mm-hmm. And but I'm saying, you know, give it a try and be optimistic because this is a good year. Now, the, the celestial favorite in 2022 is Pisces. However, they will share that crown with Aries because Jupiter will go into Aries on May 10th to stay until October 30th. This means everybody gets chocolates. Nice. (coughs) Because when, I'm so sorry. That's okay, don't worry about it. When Jupiter is in Pisces, it helps Pisces, Cancer, and Scorpio, but also Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn, because water and earth make flowers. But the other signs get locked out. But when Jupiter goes into Aries, then you have Aries, Leo, Sag, and then you have Gemini, Libra, Aquarius. Sorry, I'm getting over a cold. That's okay. I understand. So does it sound good to you? Yeah, I mean, 2022 sounds like a really good year. After all, lots of progress. What I find interesting, though, is that everybody is so starved to be out and about. And I've been, you know, I've been attending events here locally for the holidays. And I mean, it's packed everywhere you go is packed. Really? Yeah. And one of my favorite terms and my friends laugh at me, but my favorite term is I'll walk into a restaurant and go, oh my God, it's a Petri dish. (laughs) Well, I've been going out to eat, but usually 
the restaurants here in New York have the tables really, they've taken tables out mm -hmm. and there's lots of space. Um, up until now, I've been eating in those little huts they built <laughs> all along New York City streets, but um, I haven't gone to the movies and I haven't gone to a concert, not yet. Yeah, I haven't done the <laughs> no, I think I, did, I think I did one movie. A few months ago. Oh, you did? You went to the movie? I missed yeah. the movie. But there was, a, so there was like no one there hardly, so it was okay. You know? Oh, that's good. You know, oh, okay. But um, I haven't done a concert yet. <coughs> I'm just not ready for, I don't, you know, I don't want to sound like one of those weird, you know, one of those people, but I'm just not ready for like, but, you know, shoulder to shoulder crowds. I'm not either. I'm not either. Um, my daughter's coming home for Christmas and she's the pregnant one. And she'll be seven months pregnant. But she said, Mommy, I'm going to wear an N95 <laughs> and I'll wrap myself in bubble wrap. Don't worry. <laughs> bubble wrap. <laughs> <laughs> She's so funny. And, uh, you know, I said, OK, and, and, you know, get to the airport early. And well, we, we all have TSA pre-check so that you're not on those lines it's mm -hmm. the airport that's the problem not the airline right you know, not the plane right yeah so um i i definitely think you should get pre-check it's worth it okay that's cool i remember that anyone listening you know because you go through so quickly you know there's people out there that will read their horoscopes every day and they follow them religiously I mean, is, is that what they're there for is to follow them religiously or, or is it up to the opinion? The, 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 it's know, up to uh, the person. Uh, I feel I'm creating a weather map. Some people never listen to the news. Mm -hmm. Some people never listen to the weather. <laughs> I think it's good to know if it's going to rain, you can bring an umbrella. You know, I'm showing you a map and, you know, I don't have as much time to read personal charts as I did years ago. Right. But I still do them. And sure as mud, every time I do one, the very part of the chart that has the most tension is the one they're asking about. Like my landlord just sold the building. I have to move. I'm in a panic. Mm -hmm. And that's the part of the chart that is not well aspected. Right. But my mother would have said, shows the condition. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't be feeling tense if you didn't have that. Right. And I can find the times when it, you're most likely to find that beautiful apartment in the neighborhood you want, you know, and it may take a little bit longer. I would say to that person, you have to start earlier than you would normally do and, and, and really get a feel for the market and how much everything costs and, and talk to a broker and find out, you know, what the emerging neighborhoods are because, um, you know, astrology is so helpful. Mm -hmm. I can give you the dates that things will break through. I can also give you the dates to sign. And, and I do that right on my website because I don't want you signing at a bad time right. because then you're building those bad aspects into the cake batter and, and you live with it for the term of that contract. So, you, you, you know, you want to have a good day. No. Here's a question. I talked to one astrologer about a year ago who um, didn't had an opinion that, that that Mercury retrograde wasn't that bad. Well, it depends. Okay. If you're if you're giving birth to a baby and Mercury's retrograde, don't worry about it. Sure. Um, 
I mean, it, it actually makes the child more philosophical mm-hmm. and more reflective because Mercury is asking the child to look back that person mm-hmm. to keep you know kind of thinking about things so it's actually yeah. a good thing mercury retrograde is really for business things mercury goes retrograde every uh three and a half well every three months or so mm-hmm. every time mercury moves 27 and a half degrees away from the sun it's almost like a vaudeville act the hook comes and say where are you going you see um little mercury wasn't living on mount olympus he was um living in a cave with his mother because his mother had an affair with zeus mm-hmm. and he was the outcome of that affair and she was kind of had to keep him quiet but little mercury is very clever and did not want to live in it we're living in a hovel mama i i mean i'm all my brothers and sisters are on mount olympus in beautiful mansions and i'm in this horrible cave and he wasn't going to have any of that <laughs> and so he stole the cattle of of uh, apollo mm-hmm. he even had the cattle walk backwards so that it would confuse people about where the cattle was when he was stealing it. A farmer had seen him do this. And he said to the farmer, here's money. This child was very precocious. Sure. You didn't see anything. But the next day when he went back, uh, he, one of the cattle, he, he uh, offered up to the gods as food, which was considered very sophisticated in those Mm -hmm. days. And the same farmer was there and he shapeshift and said, did you, did you see anybody steal Apollo's cattle? And he said, oh yeah, it was this child. And they went that way. And he's like, oh brother, I paid this guy off. And he's, so he had, Apollo's noticing his cattle is gone mm-hmm. and goes to the cave. It finally, eventually leads him to the cave. He figures it out. And when he goes into the cave, the cave, lights with brilliant light and you know mercury sees knows he's coming so he he makes believe he's sleeping his mother is horrified what's going on here and apollo goes to the bassinet and says listen i know you're awake and i know you stole my cattle so little mercury sits up in his bassinet and starts arguing with apollo and apollo doesn't know what to do with this baby so he picks him up and says to his mother, I'm, I'm going to bring him to Zeus. I, I have no idea what to do with this child. And he's this little, little person, you know, in his first year of birth. So he brings him to Zeus and he looks like Zeus and Zeus can't really disavow him. And when he's talking to Mercury, this mm-hmm. child is so smart. So he thinks, all right, he's right. He shouldn't live in a cave. He said, here's what we're going to do. All your brothers and sisters, all the other planets have certain territory, you know, like Neptune rules the sea on Earth and um, Pluto rules the underworld. And they have different places where they can go Mm -hmm. and different places when they can't go. But for you, I'll let you go to heaven and Earth and Hades. You can go anywhere you want. And that's how he became the travel planet. But the deal is you must sit right next to me as my agent. And you are so articulate that you will speak for me. 
And that's how Gemini and Virgo got, uh, you know, they are ruled by Mercury. So brilliant in communication. Both signs are really talented with communication. So little Mercury agrees to this. This is great. Everything is working out. But he said, Mercury, if you start wandering around, <laughs> I'm going to pull you back. And that's the story of Mercury retrograde. Every that's three brilliant. weeks, he has to come back. And But, you know, it's a very good time to go over things that you've done. You know, the universe wants us to be reflective. We all want to hear new, new, new. Let's go into new territory and get new clients and this and that. No, not necessarily. It's good to go back to people who have supported you mm -hmm. and thank them. <laughs> or, you know, there's there's many things we have to do. Like after a big project, it's good to go back and do a wrap up. What worked, what didn't. Mercury retrograde helps us do that. And um, so uh, I still maintain that it's best not to do big things with Mercury retrograde, but I will tell you a secret that will horrify you. <laughs> the United States Constitution on July 4th, 1776 was signed with Mercury retrograde. Yikes. And that's why we're embroidering <laughs> and rediscovering and rethinking the laws we've set in place. Um, the reason we're so polarized right now, okay, you want more news? Go for it. Pluto takes 248 years to go around the sun. You, we all learned this in school. Sure. The United States is about 246 years old. I have to get a calculator. Okay, it's coming back. Pluto is coming back to where it was when we broke away from England and started a, our own democracy. And I think every time, every once in a while in our lives, the universe asks us, how much do you love your job? What are you willing to do to fight for it? Mm -hmm. How much do you love your marriage? How much do you love your children? How much do you love your country? There are different crises that come up in our lives where we have to fight to to keep it if it means a lot to us and to rethink it and to reevaluate it and to make it better and we're in one of those times when we have we're in a tremendous reckoning and reevaluation and also a time to 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 be more fair to each other it's a process and it's difficult. The universe asks a lot from us. Mm -hmm. Life is not easy, but, but it makes us better people having gone through it. And in astrology, you can't skip any steps. So you, you have to keep going forward. That was my next question is when somebody contacts you for a reading, what type of reading do they get? Or does it depend on, on, on what they're asking? No, they get two hours from me. Wow. You know, I find that people don't ask you their main question until you're, you know, maybe it's an hour and a half and you're closing the computer and you're, <laughs> you know, maybe summarizing. I'll give you an example. Okay. <laughs> I was sitting in the Pierre Hotel with a lovely lady from Italy. Uh, she was American, 
but she had, uh, you know, her family had come when she was little. Mm-hmm. And she said, I want to know about love. And I said, oh, okay, that's one of my favorite subjects. And I said, you know, this and this is coming up and, and you have a really good chance to meet people. She was a pattern maker for a top designer, a, an Italian designer. I mean, the clothes that you would die to have. <laughs> and so she had a very secure job and they adored her. And she'd been with them for like 17 years or something. You know, she felt very secure. Mm-hmm. She said, well, um, now the truth is starting to trickle out. I, I have my eye on this one fellow. I mean, I just, he's the one. I said, well, um, actually, where did you meet him? She said, in church. After mass, they had coffee and pastries downstairs. And we met and now uh, we went out for a while. And he really is the one. I said, but you broke up. He said, well, she said he didn't want to continue it. And I'm, do you think there's a chance? And I said, no, I think we have to move beyond this one. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about love a lot and this person. And I'm trying to open her to other possibilities, to someone who would adore her. You know, mm-hmm. you need to go out with someone who wants to go out with you. Right. You are the prize. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, some girls have it backwards. Girl is the prize. Right, right, right. So I'm closing the computer. And she said, I want his baby. I said, uh, what do you mean? She said, well, I want his sperm. <laughs> I said, whoa. Ooh. And I told him, I said, you didn't. <laughs> she did. She said, you don't have to support the child. I just want your sperm. I said, you actually told him that. Yes. I said, but you know, it's, it's not going to work out. What was his answer? No. And he doesn't care that he, I wouldn't ask for any child support. I said, well, you met him in church. He's a good person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's an ethical person. You met him in church. That's a sign. Yeah. Know? And um, she was very disappointed. But I said, there's so many other possibilities. Life, life can be hard, but it also can be surprising and wonderful. I met my husband on an elevator. We were married 17 years, had two children. And then after, well, he never worked. That's the problem. He was always unemployed and mm-hmm. it was a great burden on me. So, but we still stayed friends and he saw the kids as much as he wanted and, and neither one of us married again. So we, it was good. So I just think, you know, you have to accept when something's over. I felt bad to this day. I think about her because that was several years ago. She didn't want to go through life without children. Mm -hmm. You know, now women have that option, by the way, anyone listening, freeze your eggs if you're a girl (laughs) in your 20s or 30s freeze your eggs because it gives you more time to find the love of your life and uh one friend said to me just this week oh i'm afraid to do that it's painful both my daughters had done it so i said diana is it painful she said no not at all they put you to sleep and when you wake up They don't want you to drive your car. They want you to have a friend pick you up. So then I asked my other daughter, 
was it painful? She said, no, no, not at all. Chrissy had problems keeping the egg. Her body kept expelling uh, the fertilized egg with her husband. So they did in vitro. And on mm-hmm. the first try, she had little Otis, little, little boy, who's Aww. now going to be six. And my other daughter didn't want to go through life without a child. So she's doing in vitro and she is pregnant and she's the one coming home for Christmas. So women have options that they never had before. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, children, having children was always number one for me. And I had an internal bleeding problem and doctors were screaming at me. I took quite a risk, but I did have my two but they said you are not to have any more children so I was careful after (laughs) but um they said before we thought you would die during pregnancy but now we know you could die later you know that it would be too much strain on you and you would die five months after you gave birth and and when people talk to you that way you're like okay okay right two is it that's it you know I always wanted three but no Anyway, in New York, it's so expensive to have children anyway. <laughs> you know, I put them through the private school system and college and paid their student loans. Wow. All with astrology, learning when, you know, to go after new work, when not to. I was an agent for commercial photographers um, before Time Incorporated asked me to write a column for their website mm-hmm. in 1995. And they wanted something short for women. But I knew my chart was really good for success in the digital realm. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, it shouldn't be short. It should be long. Mm-hmm. I said, we should be big. We are Time Warner. And they were like, well, what, what do you mean? And I got them. I talked them into letting me write long copy, friendly copy, very warm copy, and, and then to have a summary on the bottom. Because I was afraid people would forget what I said. And it, it I have 13 million unique readers. I mean, I was right that people wanted this and the internet made it possible. You can't have long manuscripts in print. It just costs too much unless you're doing a book. Right. And I've done, I've written 12 books, but you you have the space on, mm-hmm. on the internet, you know. It's, it's great. I love the internet. I love everything that's happening. I love driverless cars because I don't know how to drive. <laughs> Waiting for that to get perfected. <laughs> when you look at things from like the late yeah. 60s into the 70s and the boom of the technology, it's incredible. It's a, like you say, Moore's Law. Love it. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just, yeah, it's just yeah. absolutely incredible. I remember when my mother worked at AT&T here locally and I remember uh, the first computer they t- used to take us tours of the computer and it was like three uh, rooms worth of computer <laughs> you know and that's true crazy. remember the first cell phone it was oh yeah than a bread box you know? <laughs> yeah i mean everything they were heavy and big and a few people you knew had them they were executives in big companies you know yeah, or they looked like regular phones in the car. You know, when you got in the car, it was like a regular phone, you know. So yeah. things have advanced <laughs> so much, and it's incredible. And they're still advancing. They're still coming up. With well, I love day. these the space shots we're doing. I'm fascinated with them, and I, I always watch them. And uh, 
I always read the science section of the New York Times every Tuesday. And, you know, it's just fascinating. Well, something is happening um, that I think you would find fascinating. Sure. On um, December 20th, 21, Jupiter and Saturn met. And they were so close to Earth that in LA and in, on the West Coast, people could see them. They could even see the rings. How do I know? Because they were sending me pictures on their cell phones. In New York, it was cloud cover, so we couldn't right. see it. But it didn't matter if you could see it or not. It was happening. Every 20 years, Jupiter and Saturn have dinner. <laughs> nice. And what they discuss and the part of the constellation and sky that they meet matters. Now for 200 years, going back 200 years, every time Jupiter and Saturn met, it was in an earth sign, Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn. They met always in those signs. They never changed the order. It was always Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn. Now, there was one exception, which I'll come back to, 1980, mm -hmm. but it colors the background music of society that we live in. And we're really lucky, and I'll show you why. In, in those 200 years, what did we do? We built cathedrals. We built skyscrapers, roads, bridges, tunnels. And, you know, I think of America and how wild it was. Right, two hundred years ago, there yeah. were, there was there was a swamp on Forty Second Street, and it became Times Square, you know, and and there was a reservoir where the library is. That was the water supply, and then mm -hmm. when they didn't need it anymore, they built a library. So it was also a time when you wanted a new dress, you'd have to buy fabric. Mm -hmm. You couldn't buy it off the rack. It's hard to imagine this. There were no supermarkets. If you wanted cereal, you'd go to the, the country store and they would scoop it out and put it in a little bag for you. And that period was the birth of the industrial revolution, the assembly line of consumerism, of buying cereal in a supermarket and everything we have today. Well, now it changes. They just met in Aquarius. That is, it's ringing the bell. It is mm -hmm. now going to be Aquarius, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius, Gemini, Libra. You know, it's going to be air signs. Air signs are very different from earth signs. With earth signs, it's what you own that matters. And I think in the 50s, they used to talk about keeping up with the Joneses. You don't hear of that anymore, thank goodness. But, but sometimes on Instagram, people are saying, here's my purse, here's my, you know. Uh -huh. It's not going to be what you own. It's what you know, what you've experienced, and what you contribute. Air is communicative. Um, now, when there's a big change like this. Mm -hmm. The universe gives you little hints. Saturn went into Aquarius on March 20th, 2020. And that's the day New York City locked down. And I think California must have 
within a day or two yeah and it stayed in Aquarius only for a few months until the end of July July and you know it was just a, a small small period and what were we doing suddenly what we wore what we ate how we did our work and the mm-hmm. tools we used changed instantly even how we went to the doctor we did it through teleconference right we were all on zoom we had never heard about zoom or at least i hadn't until the t- pandemic and we weren't wearing um the same clothes we were wearing more relaxed clothes right. at home right we were also eating better because we weren't doing as much takeout we were cooking mm-hmm. And um, I became a really serious home cook during that period. I got really good. And although I do run my dishwasher three times a day now, which is insane, (laughs) but we were home. And uh, this is going to keep up. I know the, our leaders say, oh, you have to go back to work. You have to go back downtown. That's not going to happen according to astrology. Mm-hmm. we will be working home. I think it's been great for women yeah, because they could be near their children and you, you still need a babysitter, uh, you know, but at least you can keep an eye on things. Sure. Children loved it. Mommy and daddy were home all the time, you know, and they felt very secure. This whole generation that was little during the pandemic. I don't know what they're going to call this generation, but maybe post pandemic. <laughs> no, but they'll, they'll grow up extremely secure mm-hmm. because they were around their parents and families so much. And, uh, and the children learned remote learning. And now look, remote learning is tough. And I'm, I still believe in real life learning. I think it's better, but some kids really took to it and, and it, it's good to have these skills. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so we are going, walking over a rickety bridge to a new life. And it will intensify as we go along. I love the Aquarian age because it's coming fast now. Oh, yes, there'll be flying taxis. And I live on the 29th floor of my high rise. <laughs> <you know. laughs> That's terrifying to me. But <laughs> all these buildings are so close outside my window. <laughs> but um, we, will, we will have the driverless trucks. We will, ha- we will have a space station, commercial space station on Earth. I love that they're trying to uh, hit a meteor. Yeah. In space, you know, to try to save the Earth so that, like, the dinosaurs had a terrible time with that. Right. They'll also be able to get into your cells and take out things that people inherit at birth. And people suffer a lot. And we're going to, scientists will definitely be able to, you know, pull those bad genes out. Aquarius likes to work in teams. And I was listening to the uh, CEO of Pfizer Mm -hmm. and he said something that was so Aquarian. He said, look what can be achieved Mm -hmm. brilliantly when no one cares who gets the credit. That's so Aquarius. And you'll see in politics, when you have earth 
and especially Capricorn. Sure. The president or king tells you what's going to happen, what's going to, what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. But Aquarius is grassroots up from the people. I think the Black Lives Matter and the George Floyd killing was very Aquarian because mm-hmm. people said, we, we need to change this. Mm-hmm. We will not tolerate this anymore. And because it coincided with an eclipse in June on the day of his burial, when there's an eclipse, it means pay attention to this. This is important. This is not going to go away. This will intensify this thought, this feeling, this action. So it's, you know, some people say, oh, people demonstrate and then it's just nothing happens. It goes back to the way it was. No, not when there's an eclipse. No, Mm -hmm. there will be social change. I think we're in a period of such fast social change that um, it scares some people. Right. And they want to go back to, you know, simpler times, you know, that you know, and they're, they're almost want to eat mother's food from when they were little. You know, there's needing comfort because it's it's all happening too fast. Other people are able to accept it, eat more easily. It's it's just we're all different, right? And it, and it takes some people more time to deal with it. Now, remember, I said that there was that little aberration in 1980. Mm-hmm. Jupiter and Saturn met in Libra that year. And I'm like, why does the universe give us these little previews? What, what's the point? Mm-hmm. And I thought, 1980, wait a minute. Those people are 40 years old by 2020. Sure. They have good jobs by now. They've made decisions. Some have children. Some are married. They're grown up. Mm-hmm. And they know who they are. They have this new jupiter saturn in their dna they will rise to leadership those born from 1975 to 1985 will take our hand and walk us across the rickety bridge to the new way of living because they understand it intuitively they have it in them they were born during right one of those aberrations and that's what philosophically i've come to that conclusion so um if you're listening and you're born in those years we're depending on you (laughs) and and you will come across you and you will do well (laughs) step it up guys yeah (laughs) so i love astrology because you're looking at cycles within cycles within cycles people think there's just one cycle no it's like little russian dolls you know, inside each other, <laughs> those little toys with the little dolls inside little dolls inside little. Well, dolls. you have to look back on history with all that too. <laughs> I mean, history repeats itself, but every time it repeats itself, there's there's an improvement upon what happened. You know, yeah, and that's that that's like like you say that's what's going on right now, and and it's really exciting to watch because it's happening right in front of us. Everything is happening, and sometimes you can't grasp the importance of it at the moment Mm -hmm. until you move away from it a little bit and a little bit more time goes by. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is tumultuous in the way that the sixties were Mm -hmm. and the sixties were our last big period of 
big change, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and we'll see what this brings. But, um, but this pandemic, you know, I write for magazines overseas and I would talk to my editor in Brazil or my editors in Amica in, in Italy, in Milan. And, and they were saying the same thing. We're, we're making the magazine out of our home. I would talk to Miyoko in, in, in um, Tokyo. Mm-hmm. We're, we're putting together Vogue Japan in, in our apartments. I would talk to my daughter my daughter in LA, Diana, who works for James Corden, and they had to put a show on the air every night for a year and a half. She's the music producer. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, budgets went out the window and we had to teach the talent how to film themselves and then send the files to us. And we would pray that they would be good files Mm -hmm. you didn't know in the beginning what you were going to get and um she said you just learned by fire you learned so fast Mm -hmm. because the network is depending on you Uh, she's won six emmys and she's so young (laughs) for her music producer work so um you know uh, the universe sometimes throws you a challenge and then sits back and says, how are you going to do? Right. What are you going to do with that? You know, how, how are you going to step up? But by stepping up and doing something new, you grow, you cannot grow in a comfort state. You have to get a little bit out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, when my, um, I, I would do the calendars every year. Right. And I had a, a, a publisher who would work with me. And one day he said, I'm retiring now. So you can't do the calendar anymore. I'm like, yes, I can. <laughs> I can pick the paper. I can do this. I can get bids from printers all over the country. And I did, but there were days, I'm like, oh my God, am I over my head? But then my editor-in-chief was on staff. said, I'll help you out. I said, I'm having so much trouble I'm good at that. (laughs) And, you know, and then we realized we, we do need to depend on others. We're all interconnected Mm -hmm. and, and no one should feel they have to do everything themselves. I think you and I both deal with health situations and you learn quickly that you must trust other people Mm -hmm. to help you. And that, it's, it's not a weakness. And I bet you like me are willing to help anyone. I have this theory that if somebody asks for help from me, I must not say no, because it must right. have been hard for them to ask to begin with. Right, 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 right. And I have to find a solution. And if I don't know the solution, I bet I know people who know the solution. And it's easy to help other people in the course of your day, you're busy, you're doing stuff, but yet, you can take that minute to help them. You can find a solution. I want people to feel inspired to do that because we all need each other. We definitely do. Absolutely. <laughs> Can't do everything alone. No man is an island, like they say. <laughs> so um, on, on your readings now, do you read from their birth date or how do you do that? Yeah, no. Well, when you're, when you're meeting with a person, 
hopefully they know their time of birth and the city, of course, mm-hmm. and month, day, and year. Because mm-hmm. you have to use longitude and latitude. Because somebody born in LA versus New York at 12 noon, the chart is different because of the latitude. And, you know, because in LA at 12 noon, it's three o'clock in New York. Right. So, no, you need, you need to convert. But now we have computers to do that. Sure. When I was learning at 14, you had to do the math. You know, you had to do the logarithms. Yeah. But yeah. And then I talk to people. I can go backwards or forwards in time. Cool. I can say, uh, yeah, because math lets you do that. I can say, what happened when you were five? Did your family move or, uh, oh, that's when my father left my mother. Okay. So I can see that there was something. You know, and um, has that made you more worried about getting married yourself? And, you know, sometimes someone will come to me and say, you know, I can I, I can't seem to have a relationship. It just I don't know what's the matter with men. They, they just leave. I said, well, you know, sometimes we're causing it. When I would go to conventions, astrology conventions, I didn't come up through the clubs. I came up through my mother. So people wouldn't talk to me. They wouldn't be my friend. Mm -hmm. And I thought they don't like me. What's wrong? I would like to make friends at these things. And then I realized maybe I'm the problem. So I brought a pack of calendars. I talked to the concierge. I had envelopes. I said, here's here's a tip. Can you deliver these to these rooms? Oh, sure. I'd be happy to. I'll do it today. And then everybody, hey, Susan, let's have breakfast. Let's have dinner. You know, sometimes it's our fault and it's unconscious. So it's hard to say that to a person, Mm -hmm. but it took me a while to realize it was my fault. (laughs) People assumed I didn't want to be their friend, but then nothing could be further from the truth. Right. So I think sometimes we have to just, entertain that possibility for a minute Mm -hmm. and see if it fits and if it might change your behavior a little and it could crack the ice could that's really cool boy this hour blew by this was great oh my it was really you're my new friend i love talking to you it was really great (laughs) i like talking to you too i really do in fact after we get off here hang out for a few minutes and we'll uh, say our device behind (laughs) in the green room but uh, i want to thank you for coming on thank you for inviting me i'm I'm thrilled you know you have a very loyal following and i can see why (laughs) i would love to get you on again in the future and uh you know, we'll talk about that a little bit, but uh, I want to thank you. And I know, I know Christmas is, I know you're busy. Everybody's busy this time of year. And I appreciate <laughs> Oh, I love Christmas though. I do it too. You know what? I'm one of those people you know? people hate because I'm a Halloween person, but the day after Halloween, Christmas goes up. Yeah, it does. Well, you know why? Because we, women need more time. <laughs> See, it was Abraham Lincoln who who put Thanksgiving so close to Christmas. We have him to blame. I would have made it early November and we have a Macy's Day parade here. It was always freezing. Mm -hmm. If we're a little earlier, I'm going to try to start a groundswell, a a letter writing campaign to move Thanksgiving (laughs) earlier in November, like the first Thursday. There we go. We need more time. Yeah. It just, 
it's too fast. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's what I'm feeling now. I mean, I started the day after Halloween, but now with all this coming up as close as it is, it's like, wow, it's going to be over. Well, I'm, I'm feeling the supply chain problem. That too. Yeah, because I went into Apple and I said, I need a new desktop for, you know, from, I keep all my financials on a desktop. Mm -hmm. I need another laptop. I have five, but I buy one every once in a while for my, my new assistant. And I needed a uh, Apple TV uh, hardware and I needed um, a little iPad and, mm -hmm. and I said, well, if you have the 13, because I have apps, I'd like to have a new phone. And they didn't have one thing. Yeah, it's hard. It's really hard right now. And I can't reprint my calendar. Once it's gone, it's gone. It's on the homepage of my website, by the way. Yeah. You'll see it right away when you go to astrologyzone.com. But if you forget the name of my website, susanmiller.com will lead you right in. It'll redirect. Cool, cool, but cool. Uh, my printer can't get any more of the special paper that I use. So I can't reprint. Mm. So we have some now. Yeah. So I urge everyone to get it <laughs> because it has on the calendar what the aspect is, but what it means in English. And I tried to write it in a snappy, upbeat way mm -hmm. that's clear and, and you can make your plans that way. But it's, I also have a calendar on my app. So most people want it at home and with them. <laughs> so I have it under key dates. That's really cool. I like it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I, I loved reading through it. It was great. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on and hang back in the green room and uh, we'll chat a little bit afterwards. But okay. uh, close this thing down and I'm going to tell, tell the folks about tomorrow's special. Okay. And happy holidays. <laughs> you too. All right. Let's see where we're at. Oh, there we go. Sorry that. about the coughing. Will you be able to cut that out? <laughs> yeah, that's no problem. We can fix that. I'm just coming out of a cold. And when I talk too long, my voice gets really dry. Absolutely. I understand. Okay, guys, that was Susan Miller. That was fantastic talking astrology with her. And uh, I just want to give you guys a quick update. Uh, tomorrow night, I know it's Christmas Eve and everybody's doing stuff. But I had the brilliant idea to do a read, uh, you know, because, uh, you know, I'm reading every Sunday uh, some kind of Christmas story. So I decided that tomorrow night I want to do a read of uh, the Dear Virginia letter. And possibly we're looking at the night before Christmas. But I also, years ago when I was a kid, there, there was this poem that's read, it's written, it's written by somebody that's anonymous. And it's called Legend of the Christmas Cat. But it's not the one you think it is about the tabby cat. This is a totally different um, legend about the cats and it impressed me so much as a kid i've always like had had it and for about 10 years i couldn't find it and i finally found it again so i'm going to be reading that tomorrow night also on sunday i will be back and we're going to you know be reading mrs miracle and then monday jared murphy our old friend's going to be on he just did a documentary for his not aliens book so he's going to be on with us monday talking about that so i want to thank you guys in for you know to come in and see that. And I want to thank you guys for coming on. Now, here's where I get to beg. All this comes out of my pocket uh, because we're a nonprofit. So, you know, the equipment, the mics, the whole ball game, my paranormal equipment for my team, all that comes out of my pocket. So if you could find it in your hearts to donate a little bit to us, that would be really great because, like I said, I want to keep good guests like Susan and, and others coming in here. And you can do that at paypal.me at California Haunts. 
Also, we need more subscribers at YouTube. We really got to get those subscribers. So uh, tell five of your friends about this show. If you liked it, if you didn't like the show, tell five anyway, because we're equal opportunity here. But the more subscribers we have, the better things are. And if you have trouble finding us, you can just go straight to the website at www.californiahauntsradio.com and click on the video that's on the front there and you can go right to the YouTube site. All of our archives are there for the, for the last year and a half. Plus all our archives are, are there on the website. So I really appreciate you guys coming in, you know, coming to see us. And I, like I said, I know it's the holidays, you're busy cooking, family's coming in, but uh, I want to let you know that uh, we're thinking of everybody on Christmas and have a good day. And I will see you guys tomorrow for the reading.